wasn't like a one-time thing he said in passing. It wasn't like, oh, by the way, this happened. He went into great detail. He told me, Charlie, bent me over in between two trailers and put Crisco oil on my butt and raped me. In broad daylight, anybody could have walked by, anybody could have seen it. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You are listening to Jim and Them, episode 623, part two. My name is Mike Steele, and I need you to realize that I am in a room that I am sure will get me sick. Oh, yeah. I'm with two of the sickest dudes I know. They are so fucking sick. The first man, he's so sick that he did a fake E360 sailfish down a three block. I'm, of course, talking about... Jeff Murphy! Yeah, I'm sick, sick, sick. Thanks, bro. But uh, I don't. I just want to take a moment to turn it over to my good friend, Mr. Foghorn Gayhorn. Everybody, Foghorn Gayhorn! Now, 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 look at, now look at here, I'm gay. <laughs> Uh, of course, you know this means I'm gay. Uh, <laughs> uh, that that boy got a mouth like an outboard motor. I say, I, I say that boy got a. Let me go to another character real quick. I got uh, Mexican with an Italian accent ordering food. A quesadilla. <laughs> or I have a third character. <laughs> it's a. Uh, Mr. Onomatopoeia, Mamma Mia. Zap, pow, bang, a Mamma Mia. <laughs> Thank you. That's three characters for you. Hell yeah. I said, I said Fuck I'm yeah. gay. <laughs> uh, I wanna, uh, Jeff, I want to I tell you, and I mean this, I'm proud of you 
for not calling him Faghorn Leghorn. Wow, really, yes. come on, bro. Because that would have been way more crass. Yeah. And I'm, I, I think that you're a better man for not, like, lowering yourself to that. Too far. That twink got a mouth like an onboard motor. Say, I say, I can, <laughs> the only part I can do is that. Say, I say. <laughs> That's all about anyone does. <laughs> no, boy. <laughs> I can do that. The other man in here. He is so sick. Oh, I feel like I'm getting a little uh, scratch in my throat because I just watched him do a 720 Benihana over the rolling gap. I am, of course, talking about Jim Scam Poli. That's balls, folks. Yes. Yes. Hell yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, thank you so much for that intro. My name is Jim Scampoli, and you know what? I'm not gonna really bring anyone over because we need to get to my very good friend. Goes by the name of Corey Feldman. He's had quite a week this week. The Feld dog, the friend Feld of the show, fam, friend of the show, absolutely. Um, for people that have been keeping track, following at home, uh, he finally had his big pay per view debut. Hmm. It was what supposed to be on Monday. Monday at eight, right? Yeah, yeah. Monday eight eight Pacific because it was going to be a worldwide. Like everyone had to watch it at the same time. It was one time only, uh, pay per view. People. Have- well, it wasn't a pay per view. It was a really unique thing. Yeah, a really unique. Everybody <laughs> pays for a screening and watches it at the same time <laughs> yeah. for once. It was called like like Corey View or something, but yeah. it was definitely a unique thing. As he said, it was the first time anyone's ever done it. Anyone's was, ever streamed a movie. Yeah, he was killing it. He was like uh, he was on the precipice of technology. And um, so yes, yeah, so eight o'clock. Now people, he had been taking pre-orders for this for like two weeks, uh, or maybe even longer. It might have been like a month. Twenty bucks, twenty bucks a pop. You get on, sign up, make an account, and uh, really, that's it. Yeah, I would have thought he'd try to uh, rape uh, people more. <laughs> I think he was kind of smart. He kind of knew his worth at that point. Like twenty bucks is a nice round. Like all right, twenty bucks for a movie because you know you could buy a lot of first run movies when they come out to da- to keep for like fifteen bucks. So it's still a little bit above that. But yeah, you you'd almost think he'd try to go forty or fifty. Yeah, knowing him, know? it's just a thing he'd do. But uh, so then. You know, the I did I didn't I was like, all right, I'm gonna stream this, but I didn't pre-buy it or anything. I was like, all right, let's see how it goes. And then of course Monday night I like I go over to my computer at like seven thirty. I'm like, all right, let's take a look at this. And uh his site's down. <laughs> and when you go to like like Coreyfeldman.net or dot com, whatever his site is, was down completely. And then when you go to mytruthdoc.com that came up, but when you clicked on, like, buy now, it would load the page, and then it would say, like, 403 error. But it's not his fault, Jim. Yeah, yeah It's exactly. not his fault. Uh, so people kept trying that, and then he tweeted that he was, like, in a... He tweeted first that he was in a, like, iso- he, not isolated, but he was in a secure location, and that he was going to check in after the Oh, screening. was he at a Corey Feldman concert? Well, dude, no, he was at a screening of the movie... Um, just in LA. LA yeah. But he was at beforehand. He was making it seem like he was worried that shit was gonna pop off, and like he had to be in hiding. But then it had to come out when he was tweeting that he was just actually just in a theater screening the movie, like to his friends or some shit. Because friends. who? Yeah. Because <laughs> of of course it didn't load. Uh, it didn't come up at, on time, and all the Feld fans like on Twitter tweeting at him like, "What's going on? Where's the movie? It's not working." 
then he's like, all right, it's going to start in 15 minutes. Like, you know, the servers are so busy. This is a good thing. This is great. Like, everyone wants to see it. Then, of course, the 15-minute deadline came and went. Um, I kept, like, refreshing the page. And then finally got to, a, like, what time? It might have been, like, an hour later, like, I, 9 o'clock. I dipped out at, like, 8.45. Yeah. I'm like, dude, if he's not going to show this, I'm just going to go play Division 2. At, like, 9 o'clock, it got to the point where I could make an account. And then I, I paid the 20 bucks. And then the movie just started playing. And I, I was like, I, but I was like, is this a trailer? What is this? And it was just the, the you movie. You were like one of the only people that even got it to play, right? Yeah. There were still people tweeting like, what the fuck? This doesn't work. All the people that pre-bought couldn't get it to work. But then if you like got it to load where you could buy it, like right after you were done buying it, it just started playing the movie. <laughs> and it plays his fucking song first. His, his song oh, is attached to the yeah. beginning as a new song about... Corey Haim, which we'll get into. And it's at the end, too. Yeah, and it plays at the end credits as well. And, but then it only played for like 15 minutes. Because for the first few minutes, we're like, wait, is this the movie? What's going on? But then it only plays for 15 minutes, and then it cuts. And Can just, I get a rosé? You could do a big horse thing. Thanks, Boat Knight. Appreciate that. Yeah, doing some um, big Baltimore horse things. And then it cuts, <laughs> and then it just says, like, there'll be a screening at noon tomorrow. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, what does that mean? And then he's like, well, you know, we decided we're going to play it in the theater for everyone. The, you know, we're being hacked. And, oh, do you, you know, have that footage? Yeah, I do. I'm going to oh, play that. Man. And, you know, we're, but we're going to play it at the theater. Cause, and honestly, because he kept saying, like, kind of, not secretly, but he'd have these little comments of like, you know, maybe someone will pick it up. Maybe someone will buy it. So this is clearly all like a show to show that people did want to see because people were tweeting about it. So he did have people that bought that bought it. But he was putting on this show where I, he, I think he still thought that like Hulu or Netflix or someone like that was going to come in and be like, you know what, man? We're going to give you like $2 million. We want to buy this. We want it on our streaming platform or some bullshit like that because he was trying to get it. Sundance denied him. He wanted Sundance to pick it up. They said no. Uh, so I feel like, like we only show movies. Because <laughs> even like after it played, because he was supposed to do a Q&A and there was footage of him being like, uh, you know, it just wouldn't feel right because people online couldn't see it. But I don't know. Maybe someone will pick it up. Maybe someone will buy it. Then everyone will get to see it. Uh, so he was even Dude, saying shit like that at the time. He's so fucking flimsy and transparent in everything he does. Yeah, yeah. like does awful. he think he's being clever? Like, even his like diehards were like, yeah. "All right, he's faking." Yes, yeah. He, even his diehard fans were like, "You know, I've been through a lot with Core, but like it's it's really coming off so fake and ridiculous at this yeah, point." Yeah, he's he's just as transparent as possible with all his intentions. Uh, so yeah, I mean, he's talking about being hacked. He's still talking about maybe they'll buy it. Then the next day, I mean, everyone's pissed because he's still trying to say there might be a, he's like, he was even in the morning being like, ah, oh, you know, we're going to check. Hopefully we can get everyone to see it. I mean, but I'll, I'll send DVDs to everyone myself. If I have to, you're going to see this. The most empty promise yeah. of all time. But he's still kind of in the back of his mind. He kept saying he had little comments that were still kind of like, you know, or maybe someone will pick it up. Maybe it'll get picked up and someone else will, and then we'll be able to all see it or some bullshit. And then he was talking about noon, like hopefully we can get the, the servers going so people can watch it at noon. And that came and went. But people, I think, were pissed and people were, I think, were trying to get refunds and shit. <laughs> so then at that point, he finally, because I, I like fell asleep. I took a nap. I woke up around like uh, three o'clock in the afternoon or some shit. It was just working. And uh, well, no, I saw he had posted that it was just going to be playing on a loop for twenty four hours. <laughs> 
So he. I like that he was just. He, you can't just buy it. <laughs> yeah. I like that just he went pay from the money like, and then it exi- yeah. like you download a file. Like do you know fucking it's. Come on, dude. Yeah. Well, they they went from being like an original thing to now it's just a channel on TV. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly. So I saw that it was still playing, and someone already had kind of like a bad quality rip of it on YouTube. So I kind of skimmed through that to see where it was at. I was playing. I was like, oh, cool. So it's going to be – it'll restart in about an hour. So like around 5 o'clock or a little after 5 uh, on Tuesday, we were able to play it. And I, 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 did a, I did a Jim and them edit of it. So I have – the movie here, I trimmed it down to with his song and with this quick intro of him talking about being hacked. It's like forty minutes. Or oh shit, so. are we just gonna watch it? Yeah, yeah, no, we're gonna. There's That's these are all two? these are all good clips. Hell yeah. I, yeah, I I trimmed it down to all the good stuff. I I trimmed out about an hour of uh, Will bullshit. You remove things? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I had to. Uh, but yeah, let me pull this up for the chat. So I got I got a gym cut of the. Uh, What's it called again? My Truth, The Rape of Two Corys in the Lost Boys font. Parenthesis. <laughs> and parentheses. In the Lost Boys font. Because <laughs> he used the Lost Boys font. But anyway, this beginning clip, though, is this is him in the theater when the stupid servers weren't working. Because he also went through a cheap company. So he's, tr- he's trying to say he was hacked. It's such no, no, bullshit. no, Jim. He went through uh, like a top yeah, company. Yeah, exactly. He got black hat service or he's, whatever. Oh, yeah. White, white glove. glove or, yeah, white glove yeah. service. <laughs> But uh, here's him like getting the news and giving to the theater about the hacking. And we've been seeing since the beginning of this, and they've been clearing it and dealing with it, but they keep now. Suppose I guess they have someone on the speakerphone on the mic, like supposedly the look servers, and he's like, "Oh, quiet! Listen, uh, listen to the uh, look at his face. Oh, what? Uh. Coming back. Um, you can't fight it off. It's strong." Wow! Holy crap! They're hacking us in real time. <laughs> like it <laughs> seems like he's doing a bad bit. Like a, it's part of the sketch. Yeah, this or is something. like what we would have done if we were yeah. like when we show our special live. Like we yeah. have a dumb stage bit like this. Well, because it's so great. Because everyone was saying as a joke, we're all in our chat <laughs> being like. Oh, the wolf pack got him. Yeah. But then he really he really started saying the wolf pack. Well, I love that he's dressed like a nutcracker come to life. (laughs) And like his his wife is like also like like a a Polly Pocket. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She's like one of those uh, Barbies dancers that you pull on a ripcord and it spins through the air. Oh, yeah. Uh, Sky dancers. Yes. (laughs) So there you go. You know who it is. Oh, he's got that crazy lady that runs his shit. Ten minutes. Oh, I love that too, because he doesn't want to say the wolf pack. So he has to look to someone in the audience and be like, wait, you know who it is? Who? What do you mean? How do you know who it is? Yeah. I'll say this out loud. Hold on, wait, what did you just say? It's wolf pack. They've been bragging that they're going to do this crap. I was hoping they were full of it because a lot of times they are, but I mean, I can name names right freaking now. I'm Susie Shannon. I mean, it's all of these people. Yes, Corey Hames, mom. <laughs> yes, she's like Susie Shannon, you know. Oh, you know, the, the wolf hackers. pack. Anyways, now we're getting into the movie. So this is the intro clip. He is playing. He's dragging the dead body of his quote unquote <laughs> best friend, uh, Corey Haim. They're playing the um, the nine one one audio of his mom calling when he's dead, basically, and Jeez. Corey's listening to it. On a phone to react. Oh, 
And I love how bored the 911 operator is, always, too. Every time you play a 911 call, yeah. it's like, I'm being murdered. Shut up. <laughs> ma'am. Uh, What's your ad- yeah. address? Hey, you ma'am. Don't... Ma'am, what is your address? If you don't calm down. Ma'am, I'm going to hang up. Look at him pretending to be no. sad. Yeah, he's trying really hard. He's got so much makeup on that even if he could like shed a tear, it'd just get stuck in all the foundation. He looks like a ventriloquist dummy. <laughs> does. Yeah, look at the, and he's got the one tear coming. He's ready. Terrifying. Yeah, he does. He looks like the goosebumps. Dummy. Yeah, he looks like Slappy. <laughs> slappy from Night of the Dummy. Well, you guys, you're way too hard on him. He was raped. I mean, he wasn't raped. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, no, we'll get into that because it's called the rape at two quarries. I mean, he gets into a little of his stuff, but it's big time on Haim. So yeah. now this here is getting into his uh, the reality show, the two Corys, um, and like season two. With like Gary Cooper. Is there. And this, this sets up the basically the the mission that Corey Feldman's been on since Haim passed away well, 10 years ago. Half the movie takes place on this thing you use to get by, like, fucking yes, uh, the YouTube, YouTube sensors yeah. and shit, this fake TV. This really bad, yeah, like, put on the TV thing. These new gyms take care of you. I'm fine. Is that a f***ing intervention? Why? You've got serious issues. It wasn't a f***ing intervention. I'm done. I'm done. I've done everything I can to help guy he's pathetic he's pathetic it's over he's pathetic i hate him piece of shit garbage worry about us pause real quick you brought it up like while we were watching it but isn't it so weird that Corey wasn't insane no this was like 2000 yeah Corey felt like two that's how you know that the right now Corey is the fakest phoniest like true maniac because you've seen him just be a person wait a minute Co- uh, Corey's ex-wife's last name is Sprague? Yes. What yeah, the fuck? That's his ex. That's the is one that he has Jake's has a sister kid with. that we don't know about? <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah! Now it all makes sense. The anger and the screaming was real. The things said back and forth, uh, it wasn't scripted and it wasn't produced. Uh, it was a very real moment. Don't look at After the, the camera, shooting though. the second season of the two Corys, we're in the back of the car doing our, our promo shots where we had this promo with a car and we're both sticking our heads out looking different directions and that was their idea to show that there's this kind of new distance between us. And while we're in the car, of course, leave it to Corey to give me that super uncomfortable moment. We're already uncomfortable and you could break the tension with, you know, an ice pick. And he goes, can me and my mom stop by for, can we all have dinner tonight? Let's just have one nice dinner together. Why was it so uncomfortable? Why is he being like, of course it was uncomfortable. And then yeah. Corey has to hit me with this thing of like, like Let's hey, have can we, 
Hey, can yeah, we have a nice dinner? Yeah, what is dinner? The, what's the logic behind this story? <laughs> it's because these guys were not friends, and Corey Feldman has to pretend that they were best friends the whole time well, when they weren't. And from the chat, Boat Knight says, uh, is Jim trying to say Corey Haim is the more interesting <laughs> story? No, Corey Feldman is saying Corey Haim is the more yeah. interesting story. Yeah, yeah, it's Corey Feldman. Yeah. He's been dragging his, quote, best friend's body through the mud for 10 years now. His he's mom r- is just like, please, let yeah. him rest. He's been riding it like one of those uh, hoverboards in the Ninja Turtles uh, <laughs> arcade game. <laughs> that, yeah. I'm just on a fucking hoverboard. That, that's Corey Feldman on top of Corey Haim. He's doing the weekend at Bernie's, except he's just a skeleton he's dragging around now. <laughs> yeah. Shades on. He's slowly turning into Raphael. It was very or is he Donatello? It was, it was. And listen to this. Listen to this. This is the fakest story ever. And I, I even sec- I have to second guess his dumb ex-wife now because she backs up these fake stories. It's a friendly get together. Later that evening, when they were gone, um, you know, my husband at the time uh, came and told me that the two of them, him and Corey Haim, had had this conversation, and they had, um, you know, discussed filming a, a third season. I said, I don't want a third. I want this to be over. <laughs> I want you to get the help you need. Nope. And I guess you were demanding a third. (laughs) You know, if something happens to me, I want you to tell my story. Nope. So, Corey, listen to this. Listen to this bullshit of how (laughs) Corey Haim made Corey Feldman promise, like, hey, if something, if I die or whatever, you have to tell my story. Why why did it take him (laughs) 10 years? Well, because it was only recently that he decided to tell the story. Well, but I mean, you remember the GoFundMe's (laughs) and the money that he needs. Yeah, but that was like that was eight years after all this apparently happened. Yeah, but he's. I said rivers. I said rivers. He said, "When I die, (laughs) tell everyone I'm a white supremacist. I've always been a white supremacist. It's me, Rivers Phoenix, your co-star, River Phoenix. I'm a white (laughs) supremacist. I'm not going to tell your story." You're here. You tell your story. Write a book. Corey, go. Go to them. (laughs) I love how in in Corey's, uh, well, Feldman's version of it, it's always like, nah, of course not. You know, you're... You're alive. Like he always has to be the good guy, even in You're the story. You're the man, bro. What You're, would I? What are you gonna I, die or something? Why are you asking me to do this? We're gonna live forever, you and me. <laughs> Start writing. Now's the time. Start just doing Donatello do quotes, it. or what? <laughs> wait, not? which turtle was he? Donatello, can't do right? It, man, uh, was he Donatello, or was he? No, I don't he know wasn't. Which Leon, which. Or was he Leonardo? Wasn't he? Wait, which is which? I thought he was Donatello. Donatello's with the bow. He's purple. Yeah. He's the party dude, right? No, that's Michelangelo. Yeah, that's yeah, Michelangelo. Wouldn't Corey be the party dude or no? Um, maybe he was Michelangelo. Maybe. Who was he? I, I guess thought... now we have to look it up. Yeah. Mm. Now it's a thing. My bad. <laughs> well, he's a party dude. The other one it does computers. <laughs> uh, yeah, it does Donatello. machines. Yeah, who was he? Um... Yeah, he was Donatello. Yeah, okay. that's a bummer too, because Donatello is the best. Uh, what? Yeah, he is more so than Raphael. What? No, Raphael. Leonardo. Raphael's third. Wait, I don't know which. Because Donatello, turtle. Michelangelo, Raphael. Donatello's purple. Leonardo. Yes. He does computers though. Yeah, he does. And machines. he has like a stick. He's All got right. a bow staff. He's not the best. Back to Corey. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Maybe I don't have the balls you do. I don't know. I just can't do it. I said, I'll tell you what I'll tell you. You've got a year right now. Well, yeah, see, that's important because Corey Haim even told Corey Feldman in this fake story, 
He's like, I don't know, man. You got these big balls. You're just so strong, way stronger (laughs) than I am. I was filming Lost Boys 3, and he said, you're the man, Corey. To get your life together. And if during that year you can mature enough to get yourself healthy, then you're going to have to poorly tied to tell tie the story is. yourself. And you'll still be here. It's like really badly so done. Goes, <laughs> you okay, try tying a tie on a puppy. I'm not, it's fine. If you're not, and you really die for some reason, then I will tell your story. Begrudgingly, so I will. promise. And he's like, well, pro- fine, I promise. Fine, I what promise. What a fake. That's the fakest story yeah. I've ever heard. Such horse shit. I love the the idea to make the word my the tiniest Hi. thing in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Corey Feldman. Good to see you, man. All right, so How's this is going? where they show this guy here on their two Corey's um, uh, fake documentary reality show. This guy here is now the director of this documentary. Yeah, what is this goofy TV thing, by the way? What is this? You ever saw their surreal reality? Remember when VH? No, he's no, no, talking no, like, about the what we were talking about. Oh, the framing. Yeah. What is this fake? It's just some bizarre framing they they're doing for no it, like. It's like a little spice. I, I assume they have rights to use <laughs> clips from their own reality show, but maybe they don't. Maybe they don't, and they're trying to get around yeah. YouTube censors. But uh, this guy here, he's coming off of directing a couple Lifetime Christmas movies to, <laughs> to make the uh, My Truth documentary with his friend Corey. And uh, he tells some great stories about hanging with Haim. How are you? How are this you? is Corey Haim. So nice to meet you, nice man. How's it going? Good. When Feldman and Corey Haim got the show, the two Coreys, uh, that was just a validation of a, a desire I had, which was to get the Coreys back in a movie. That wasn't your desire. And we get to meet the crazy characters in the line, and you two play your Timothy and your Jim. Listen to his pitch. He's pitching a movie called The Line, and it's about a line, and there's crazy characters there, including the two Corys. Wait, like they're in line yeah, for something? Just, they're like in at a the li- bank? <laughs> I know. I mean, I guess it's kind of... It's kind of now. They're in lines for a cronut or some bullshit, you know, some hipster thing or a nice club. Yeah. But it's like... What that's if they're the in the line the whole time? That's, that's like a movie, that's more man. of a bottle episode than yes. a than a movie. And then pitch. like once they get to it, and it's like time to go in. Cut to credits. Yes. Look at these two drug addicts. Fucked yeah, up. Yeah. Look, look how <laughs> thrilled they are to be in this movie. Back. You know, I heard all the rumors and you know knew all the stories and uh, you know all the run-ins he had with the law. And I was just like, is he is he going to be okay to be able to do this? Is he going to be okay to be able to do the show? Is he going to be okay? I was worried mostly about his health. I remember being <laughs> not about Feldman getting my dumb movies. movie. And uh, he was terrific. He this was is, great. This is I great saw him here. two other times after that experience. This was in 2010. Uh, we have a discussion <laughs> about what the sequel to License to Drive would look like. <laughs> Aim starts talking about how he had this idea for License to Fly. <laughs> look at look at look at he's got a spark in his oh, eyes. Yeah. It's like wait wait li- license to fly, huh? Yeah, this fucking drug addict. This fucking like, fucked up piece of shit was like having a moment of not clarity. And this fucking nobody is like, ooh, I can cash in on that has been. <laughs> what if we do license to? F- let me uh, he's, sit down for this one. He's dressed like that lady, the coronavirus lady with the fucking bag on her head. Like what about this? License to fly. I was like, whoa. 
License to fly? License to fly. He pissed himself and shat on the floor and fell over. He's either a great actor or he stupidly thought that was a great idea. Because look at him, dude. He's not faking it. Well, he's he's like holding his hand as he writes himself a check. This is the realest story we've heard all night. Because it feels like, I mean, on one hand, I'm amazed by it. Because it seems like the obvious dumb idea is it's just, yeah, license to drive, too. And their parents, and they have kids that are, you know, going through the similar adventure. You know what I mean? And that seems like the logical explanation. Not licensed to fly, <laughs> where I guess they're going to fly planes around. They borrow their dad's plane. <laughs> their dad played by John Travolta, who flies planes. And, and, and he starts talking about that. And I'm like, this is awesome. I love how he's like, he's here. He's, he's wants to do this. This is great. Not too long after, Haim delivered a treatment. Horrible grammatical mistakes. Spelling was terrible. There was an airplane Owned. Uh, on the cover of the treatment under the words license to fly. And Looked like a uh, baby druid. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Looked like a retarded bitch. baby druid. <laughs> I was like, no, no, I'll write it. Every uh, page written on McDonald's wrappers for old hamburgers. Yeah, you'd almost think he'd say it's bad, but I mean... Tell you, the treatment was great. <laughs> no way. It was great. There's no way. But like, how does he not remember? Like, if it was great, he would almost say like, you know, it was gonna have uh, blah blah blah, or yeah. it was gonna have this. But he remembered all the details about how poorly <laughs> you made it was. <laughs> it's about That's them the... flying, not a plane, but they can fly now. <laughs> and I love that this guy's in. I don't know if you guys remember, but you remember? Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, the dishes are done, brother. <laughs> Wait a minute. Pull him up. I don't even remember him. Why is him. he in this? <laughs> you don't remember the dishes are done, man? No, I don't remember the movie. <laughs> oh. Yeah, no, he's like, the di- they. Sh- she's like, make sure you- it was in the trailer. That's why I remember. Yeah. She's like, make sure you do the dishes to her brother. And then it cuts to them like throwing dishes in the air and shooting them with a gun. <laughs> and he goes, the dishes are done, man. Oh, man. Is that a good movie? I mean, he's bad. He, like, it's just, it, you know, time. I guess he's old. So he can't. That was what? He looks like Pee Wee Herman's stunt double. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess it was like over 30 years ago at this point. So he's older, but he doesn't look great. The biggest pain is that he's not here now because I really do miss him. I genuinely do. I think that he's just an amazing guy. He was just really See, that's nice what emotion guy. looks really like. Really sweet guy. Yeah. And also fun. Like when you're like, crying about someone that you care about. You, like, not like that, that sad fucking that uh, sad pathetic Corey, Where you're like Corey Feldman straining to <laughs> yeah, fucking look sad. He's doing that Tom Cruise Magnolia squeeze your hand really It looks hard like so me cry. trying to pretend to be sad when Jake dies in the finale special. <laughs> yeah. I just don't know what to do. So yeah, I'm just, just like, I'm just going. Mm. You're trying to quiver your lip and you're yeah, just Yeah, I don't know how to fucking do that. I don't know how to act. He loved to have a good time and laughed, and he made everybody laugh. And he was such a goofball, you know. He really was. He was no, like he was a off kid. goofballs. I, oh, I was just about to say something uh, like that. And he loved doing goofballs. <laughs> He's such a goofball, especially when he did goofballs. <laughs> especially all the goofballs he'd bring for us <laughs> to smoke. Yeah, what's a goofball? A uh, goofball is Xanax wrapped in I don't know heroin. <laughs> yeah, I just figured it'd be some kind of drug. I know speedball is coke and heroin together. Jesus. You know, trapped in a in a man's body. He just was silly and free spirited too. Uncle Corey, buddy, love you. Overall, he treated me like Corey's son, like a son. Haim was Corey's son, like second dad. He um. All I can think when I see this is poor kid, dude. Wait, he? I didn't know Corey had a kid. Yeah, that's his son right there. Then Corey Haim was just saying, "Hey, Zen." 
Yeah, this yeah. poor fucker. He's yeah. there at his arcade jukebox. <laughs> <laughs> he cared for me. Like my dad. The, the, <laughs> oh, and you get yeah. to see Feldman's brother. You get to see what Feldman should look like. Because you know, oh, usually yeah. the celebrity is like the normal one, and the brother's the weird looking one. But now it's the other way around. His kid looks like he's about to say, hey, you guys. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's hard to talk about because he, he, he was a really good person. Him. Yeah, there what? he is. That's, what? that's Feldman's Whoa, brother. That is what Corey Feldman should look like. Yes. He's yeah. just like a successful real estate <laughs> broker. Is definitely like a member of the family for us. You know, we'd all hang out a lot, and you know, we we do a lot of fun things together. Goofball. Well, Corey Haim, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Corey yeah. Haim. Hi. Oh, this is great. Ugh. Let me set this up a little bit. So yeah, this is the last footage of the two Corys together. Yeah, because it looks bloated and terrible. But and in Corey Haim even says like he looks at Corey Feldman. And remember how Corey Feldman always has that long strand of hair? Mm. And he's no, like, I don't quite remember that. And he's kind of like, what the fuck is your hair? <laughs> and Feldman tries to turn this into an origin story. Like, listen to what he says, Haim says about his hair and why he kept it. It's fucking perfect. It's, <laughs> why it's, do you look like a fucking idiot? <laughs> you know Corey Haim, ladies and gentlemen? Corey Haim. Yeah. Hi. What? It was a weird fashion <laughs> choice. I got he's really like, yeah, because he's like making faces. Yeah, he's like, what's clowning, up with your hair? He's clowning on it. This is someone that hasn't seen you in years. It's like, oh, <laughs> nice. looking good. One hundred percent clowning on him. But now listen to Feldman's version of what Hain really means here. Short, chopped up hair, and then this one long piece. And I see Corey like the next day or two days later. He's like. What's up with the hair, man? I like it. I think it's really dope. <laughs> uh, he said that off camera. Yeah. What's no, up, no, man? no. Don't, don't. I like that he described the other about a part of his hair as weird and chopped up. He's <laughs> like, I had this really weird haircut. I love that he's lying about a clip we just watched. Yeah, in his own <laughs> like documentary. He, like he's like, hey, here's this clip. Anyway, I'm gonna lie about the content of it, but you just watched it. We just watched it. He could have just not shown us and, he's and then lied about it, then we'd believe him. But instead he showed it to us mm -hmm. and then lied, and we're like, no, that's not what happened. We just watched it. And he's intercutting the clip over his story, and we could see him. Face is not saying any of that. Oh, that's dope, man. The, if the wolf pack were real, the the best thing they could do is not hack this and just let it happen. <laughs> like everything yeah. about it just disproves anything he said. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah. I mean, for real. It's like out sick. of all the things you've ever done, like that is like your signature, bro. You should keep that. If he said that, first of all, he may have actually said that. But he was all fucked up because he no no because he hates Corey Feldman. Yeah, he's like, like, that's fucking that's, cool. That's bro. your signature. You look sick. He's laughing. He's like, yeah, you know, out of everything you've done, <laughs> that is it, bro. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. you to a T. <laughs> he goes back and snorts goofballs with his uh, real friends. He's like, yeah, I told him there was cool. And I was like, interesting. All right, well, maybe I will. What do you think he, he keeps, keeps in his zipper ah, shirt? <laughs> and then he died. And now he's dead. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't even realize his zipper shirt. I was just... What do you think he keeps in there? Or do you think it opens up to his like chest? It opens up to his nipple, yeah. <laughs> he wants his nipple licked at any moment. He's wearing a breastfeed shirt. He has lady tits. <laughs> he does. Shortly after that. So I think there's something in this. That I've always felt this connection to him. I think that this represents finding justice. For no, no, no. Him. What he's doing is he's, he's uh. that moron. 
who was like 17 and somehow was able to get a tattoo and it was stupid as fuck. Mm. And then 15 years later, they're like asking him like, oh, so what's that? And you're like, oh, yeah, you know, it's just like Jack Skellington. It's just like it reminds me of my dad, you know, my, yeah. da- my dad was always like we, me and him would watch. He was like, what the fuck before tattoo? Christmas? But now he's dead. And so it's like Jack Skellington, bro. Except it's, it was 2010 and he was 38 yeah. and he was growing his long hair. <laughs> and, and but now he's building this backstory of how like now he's just lying. So now you can't. He's, he thinks like now you won't be able to make fun of it because he's like, well, no, this was a promise I made to Corey Haim. Yeah, because what? he loved this, and then he died right after he said how great it was. It was one, like his last wish. One, cut it, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Or two, you're a liar. Fuck you. Don't <laughs> worry. It might be. It might become a very important narrative piece throughout <laughs> this documentary. It's the literal thread. His hair is thread, <laughs> and uh, it, in no way is it him trying to be Michael Jackson because Michael Jackson. <laughs> And raped him. <laughs> yeah. He's never been raped. Well, I mean, there's two Corys have been raped. I mean, there's mentally. some I- there's some inadvertent subtext here that almost points the finger at Michael Jackson. That I'm very surprised made it into the final edit of this movie. <laughs> no, but no, we'll get there. I just figured it out. Corey Feldman raped Corey. <laughs> That's what I was saying. I was saying, what if the Long Kong was that? Yeah, he just came out of the end and was like, it was me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I. He's clearly the one that raped him. Boat Knight's very upset that we can't give Corey the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> In some way. And I feel like when I feel like I've done my job, then I'll cut it off. Yeah. I think get a message that. from my phone machine one day, and Robin had been telling me, oh, this boy Corey, he's so cute. And I'm like, well, thanks. It's about time you notice. And she's like, no, not you. No, this other guy, Corey. And uh, you know so he's in fucking all the team full of himself. But I love how he's he, but he's so mad. Like yeah. he's he like, does That part adds nothing yeah. to the story. It's yeah. just him flexing on himself. Well, no, it's great because he's she's like, oh, you're Corey's so cute, and he's like, thank you, and she's like, well, no, not you, Corey. Haim. She thought she was like, calling him up and story. talking in the third person. <laughs> that's what's great because now this is where he kind of shows the real Feldman because he's really like mad that there's another person yeah. in Corey. He's right next to you all the time. You don't see him. And I'm like, ah, you know, what do you mean there's another guy? And he spells his name the same and everything. What's going on here? And um, he was kind of growing. He was becoming a thing. And at first I was very like, who is this kid? Who's this kid moving into town? He's moving in on my girl. He's moving in on my job. What's going on here? You know, and he's saying at first he's like that, but honestly, that never, it's never, is at, not. at first and forever, that's how it was. Yeah, he's like, now that he's long dead, it's time to fucking completely <laughs> bury him. Yeah, it's time to bury this fuck. <laughs> um, and then one day when we were in the casting for Lost Boys, Joel Schumacher says, he's he's on the phone with a friend, he's like, oh my God, this is going to be an amazing movie. I've got the two Corys in it. I said, What? What two Corys? I'm the Corey. Me, Corey. Corey, good. He's in a movie with him. He's like, who? Huh? Two Corys. Was there was this father-son dynamic there. Corey was very fatherly to him. John Hughes came along. Yeah, there's not. What is that? What is that? You know how your father's always jealous of you and mad that you have the same name as him? You guys are basically the same age and he hates you. (laughs) You know, Corey Feldman told that direct. Like, look, if you want to direct this movie, you better say I was like the father figure. I don't want to direct this movie. I got dirt on you when you rate Corey. I never rate Corey. I'm going to say it. (laughs) It showed that kids could have these rich stories and you could hang 90 minutes on a child. What? Um, and that timing to come along in the 80s when kids' stories... Oh, are- yeah, he was also in Adventures in Babysitting. That was him in that picture. 
Wow. Being told. <laughs> and then to find something that works, a pairing of the two Corys. This is great here. Was like the Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If you can find a group like two Corys, it's yeah. almost like the Beatles. It's, this guy was like, Corey, I will say anything <laughs> you want me to say. Just give me $2,000. It's Corey mania, baby. Fans dug it up. I grew up in the 80s, and there was something about duos in film that have a chemistry, that have, uh, you know, this uh, a brotherly kind of banter, that have uh, comedic timing. There's something about it's people talking to each prevalent. other. And I really felt there's a reason why the two Corys became the phenomenon that it did. The time that I spent with Haim. Weren't they in like two movies together? Well, I mean, it ended up becoming a thing. I mean, they were in what? Lost Boys, License to Drive. I, I've never seen Dream a Little Dream, but the then they just started. Did, yeah, I've never seen it. Then they just kind of like latched onto that and just did when they were not famous really anymore. They were like, oh, let's keep doing movies together. Yeah, Corey couldn't we get over that he has the same name as him. This is where they start getting into how uh, Corey Haim is a sex fiend. <laughs> <laughs> this guy sets it up all here. It's great because everyone else kind of talks about Corey Haim being raped. But whenever they cut to this guy who was in Lost Boys as well, he's basically like, no, Corey Haim was just gay and he liked to have sex with men. <laughs> That's basically <laughs> the way he tells the story. Was talking about sex or how to get sex or, you know, again, we were 15 or I was 15 or 15, 16. And that's, I, I talked about that with most people, but with, with Haim, it was it was very much a, a, a topic. It was He's something that he was that really interested in. These are very fond memories, you know, Haim and I spending the day together. This kid who I was a kind of an idol and then became a friend. And we were just spending the day together. I think we even rode to the beach that day, like a big, you know, like a, a bike ride to the beach. We we're hanging out in the hot tub. And he was like, so, uh, like, do, do you do gay shit and stuff? Hmm. You know, and I just thought he was messing with me. Dope icebreaker. Like, like sit in now. a hot tub? <laughs> you like to do gay shit? Hey, so do you like do gay shit or whatever? <laughs> like, it seemed like he was kind of feeling the waters out, you know, and... And I wasn't interested, you know. Um, I'm but not gay. He, uh, Corey was super <laughs> jerked gay. off at the jet in the jacuzzi. What? Yeah, so he just jerked off. He just what? jerked off he with the jet. The hey, jet do you like right? to do gay shit? <laughs> no <laughs> answers, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I assume that he got the impression that I wasn't into having sex with men, you know. But I also think that... Um, I also don't necessarily think that he was uh, uh, partial to men. I think he was partial to women, actually. Yeah, and I think that uh, the Corey's men like, no, thing was... no, no, no. Um, you know, now that I think of it in the context of what happened to him and his journey in that way, it makes a lot of sense. I think at the time I just thought he was a star and he was thinking about getting laid constantly. First day that I meet him, we decided to go to the beach and have our fathers meet and play football on the beach. It was a fantastic afternoon, very normal. I love the kid. Immediately, I love the kid. Immediately, he grew on me. I was the like, kid? Like Dude, the, they're like they, four yeah. years apart. Yeah, he's like, come on, bro. I, and if you remember in the two Corys movie, we see this scene when they're hanging out on the beach, tossing the football around. Football, yeah. The brother I always wanted. He's my age. He's, we're both actors. We're both he's Jewish. Like, hey, I want to fuck we're your both dad. The same height. We're both Jewish. We're both named Corey. So. Dads are in the One of room. us is good looking. We're in the bedroom. <laughs> We're having this conversation. He starts talking to me about sexual stuff. He starts getting changed out of his bathing suit. And he starts, like, masturbating himself. And I'm like, what are you doing? 
And he's like, let's mess around, man. I'm like, what? He's like, let's mess around. I said, with who? He's like, you and me. And I'm like, um, dude, I'm not, I'm not gay. And he's like, I'm not gay either. And I'm like, all right, all right. Well, then we you must be if you want to. <laughs> Wait, what's the agenda around? of this film? Well, to if he's just gonna him. fucking drag his friend. <laughs> I think what they're because trying... this isn't a like. Even if you're like, yeah. like, I don't think he's saying like being gay is bad. But the way yeah. he's framing this story is like, yeah, my fucking friend. It was a weirdo and well, a creep. I think what they go, what they're doing very badly because they're they're setting it up in a bizarre way. Instead of doing this later, I think what they're trying to say is that. Because Corey Haim was molested when he was younger, that's why he thought this stuff was normal later. Oh, they're but doing they a bad job. They're doing, but they're doing. Just start with him being a pervert. I only know this because I've seen this twice. <laughs> so, <laughs> so now I'm like putting it together. But yeah, the way the movie plays it, you don't pick that up at all. You're like, all right, what? What hey, are they he's, doing? He's telling the story like he's talking shit. <laughs> with me, because I'm a dude. And he's like, no, I'm, it's normal. And I'm like, what do you mean it's normal? And he says, hey, man, this is what all boys do. It's called the Boys Club, and we all do this. And I said, who told you that? And that's what he told me. John had come into my life. It's this guy, John Grissom, that they mention. The, the novelist? <laughs> no, not what? Grissom. Oh. Grissom. Towards the end of Lost Boys, the very, very end. My oh, father I said, about the boys I want, club. you know, John to be your caretaker. He's going to be the guy that hangs out with you. And right away when John heard this, he like pops up and he's like, hey, buddy, how you doing? I'm going to be your best friend. We're going to do this together. He starts blowing know, me. I'm here to take care of you. I'm <laughs> here to kinda, do your business. I'll drive close. you around wherever you need to go. I'm getting paid for it. Where do you want to go? Disneyland? I mean, that was the first boys thing club? he suggested to me. And I was like, club 31, where we fucked. Let's go. He was really funny and he had a great personality and he, he just seemed like one Big of the guys. Cock. And so one day, he goes, look at this. Different TV. See that? Yeah, this is the old-timey TV for the older footage. <laughs> it's got sepia tone. <laughs> yeah. and it's a t- <laughs> Jesus, dude. That suitcase right there? And I said, yeah. He goes, what do you think's in it? Boom. There was this bag of sorted pills. And there's like... The John Grissom looks like Roddy Piper in this Yeah, movie. he does. Yeah. 50 to 100 pills in there. And they're all sorts of different shapes and sizes and colors. And he's like, dude, those are quaaludes. Those are 747s, lemons. They're like the, the bomb, man. That's what everybody wants. They don't even make them anymore. And I was like, great. What does that mean? You know, it's like, we got to try them. Well, Quaaludes did me it. He can see that I'm pretty out of it. So at a certain point. But I fought him off. And I was like, no, I'm straight. Sure. I'm cool. I don't I have mean, sex. Then he fucked Corey. Know, there is a part where that happens where he does fight him off. Of course. Of course <laughs> he fight him off. It's a little awkward, but I won't say anything. <laughs> and he's like, is this okay? And I said, sure. I guess. And then before I knew it, he was moving that hand up my leg into my groin area. And I was like, oh, this is how this happens. <laughs> and the only thought that went through my mind was, this is what Corey did. Maybe he's right. Maybe this is what all the boys do. A lot of that story is real, and then other stuff isn't. Now, well, no, but, no, well, and, and if it is real, he doesn't go into all the detail about well, his own true. story as he did about Corey's stories. like... To tell well, all sorts of weird details about that, but then his, it's a cutoff after the leg. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Pay attention to how when he gets to Corey's tame story later, 
he gets into very much detail. But yeah, here it's like, oh, he ran his hand up my leg, and then you know, I guess something happened. Whatever yeah. happened, happened. He leads it to your imagination yeah. for him, but in with with Cut Corey, to Michael he gets Jackson. Well, that's what I was gonna didn't say. Rape him. This well, here's the subtext because yes, now we have Michael Jackson playing, and listen to the voiceover track that plays while this is going. As I was just starting to try to process the fact that I was being abused by somebody who I thought was a friend, <laughs> I was already being groomed by another. Is that him? Like, how does that not like Wait, you? You who totally is he being think. Well, they get into some other guy, but it totally is set up like he's going to say Michael Jackson. Yeah, that's yeah. weird. It's fucking bizarre that it's in the movie and no one picks up on that. That's very odd. You know what mm -hmm. is fucking weird and sad about this is like, this was cool, what he's doing right here. <laughs> yeah, and then he just great. never stopped doing this. <laughs> he's like, this is still cool. That's him. The man who abused you. Yeah, because even this, they cut to Dr. Oz and it's almost like... You're waiting for the, the like reveal to be Michael Jackson. Let me, as the host of this show, try to reciprocate some of your braveness by sharing the name myself. Okay. The man whose picture I just showed to Corey, his name is Alfie Hoffman. Nope. And then one night, um, I got really wasted. But I remember that I went and laid down in Alfie's bedroom because I was kind of passing out. And then I remember waking up to Alfie doing the same exact thing to me that John Grissom had done. Which I won't tell you what it is because well, I'm not talking about Corey Haim. Well, then this I picked him up and <laughs> threw him out the window. Well, this time the director does say, which is what? Like, he does make him say it. He's like, what do you mean? So, which is what? He was giving me oral copulation. One day for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, was, he, he put my dick in his mouth and I came. I came. I so sucked his hard. dick so hard my neck fell off. <laughs> well, no, I mean he didn't even have to suck. That's dick. me, the man who sucked a dick. <laughs> yeah, it was Corey's dick. I sucked. I sucked both their dicks. Yeah, because Corey doesn't even get fucked or have to suck a dick. He's just getting his dick sucked by dudes like left and right, like yeah. constantly getting his dick sucked. I'm sorry if you get blown by any age, you're not raped. <laughs> putting it, put my foot down by by <laughs> any gender. Corona. What if your dad blows you and you're three? If your dad blows you and you're three, you're just coming up. You're flexing. Yeah, it means you're just Jewish and you get a, you're getting a, a schwitz or whatever. Not a schwitz. <laughs> what do they call it? Oh, a schwitz. Yeah. Uh, you're getting a Because isn't that the thing where the, the rabbis, they, they, they give you the circumcision and then they put their mouths on your dinky to get the blood out? <laughs> oh, yeah. the um... Oh, the schwitz. <laughs> yeah, the schwitz. <laughs> He's got the fucking vibe. Dude, go wash your hands. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Go wash your fucking yeah, Jeff hands. Jeff wouldn't high-five me last week because I ride the bus. And he's over here fucking sneezing all over his, fa his fingers. Oh, a bris. Thank you, Zenpai. We're taking a quick uh, hand wash break while Jeff <laughs> washes his hands. Because <laughs> he got the virus from Mike. What? No, I'm the one that's not sick. Don't get me wrong. You wouldn't J wash your hands, though. Jay, I already. You were the guy in the thing when we're all doing the blood I test. I got off the bus, washed my hands, and walked straight here no. with my hands in my pocket. Yeah, we're all doing the thing blood test. And you're like, I already did the blood test. <laughs> <laughs> I washed my hands for no reason. Check the footage. I sneezed into my arm like you're supposed to. Ah, fair enough. I had to wash my arm. Yeah, wash your arm. But I got to go pee. Jake and I were talking about this on the bus. We are talking about a corona pool. Who's most likely to get coronavirus? Yeah. And we raised some interesting <laughs> ideas because I was immediately like, well, it's probably me first off because I'm uh, I'm I work uh, in downtown. There's unwashed masses everywhere and I'm on the bus constantly, which I can't imagine they're cleaned well enough. I seem like I'm, uh, I'm at the top. And then Jake's like, I have a baby and babies always get you sick. And I was like, oh, that's a wild card. But yeah. 
Here's the biggest wild card of all. No, he would need a toddler. He would need it interacting with other babies See, to get. But yeah. then we're like, well, what about Jeff? Jeff seems like the type of person that just to prove a point would go out of his way to get it on purpose. Like he'd be trying to get it. Mm. So, but you were, you were at the bottom list out of all of them. Ah. Just because like not only you're responsible, but you work from home. Yes. Yeah. I work from home. Makes it easy. So easier. In I the Corona say. pool, it seems like the official, uh, the, the official business is Mike, Jeff, Jake, Jim. <laughs> Congratulations, um, Jim. Oh, thanks. You're going to outlive us all. I'd like to thank the coronavirus. <laughs> uh, I'd like to thank germs. I'd like to thank people. Uh, so, yeah, this guy, going back to Corey here with what, Albie? Albie Hoffman? That's him? No, no, no. This isn't oh, him. Okay. This is a guy that knew him as well that hears the story from okay. his point of view, I think, is about he... what happened with... Um, uh, with Corey. Because he looks like someone would blow a kid. Yeah, but no, he's he's on the side of against pedos. Oh, weird. No reason whatsoever he says to me, you know what, maybe one time there was a situation, he goes, I, he goes, I had a party at my house. I don't know who was there. He goes, I had all kinds of people there. He goes, I was tired. I just wanted to go to bed. And he goes, I went into my room, and I went to lay down, and I laid down, and there was somebody underneath me. I laid down. I said, holy shit, and jumped out of bed. I, who is that? What the hell is this? And he says, I chased them the hell out of my room, and I went to bed. <laughs> no, he didn't. And he goes, so if he's talking about that, yeah, I sat down on top of a bed because I didn't know no one was in my room. It was dark. That sounds like such a lie a pedophile would say, too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah Look, a... it was dark. I went to my room. Like, because here's the thing. Let's pretend that is a real story. You're never gonna think like, "Well, is that what he's talking about?" Yeah, is yeah. he talking about <laughs> that? <laughs> like, yeah. could he could he have meant maybe you know the time it. where you know he did it? One of those things where someone's like, "Hey, man, uh, Corey Feldman said that you were like uh, blowing him what? while he was sleeping." It's like, why would he say um, that? Ah, wait, actually, you know what? There was yeah. this one time <laughs> when it was dark, <laughs> and I fell on. I, but like, so let's pretend the story is true. No, he's never gonna con like get those two things confused. <laughs> yeah. I remember just kind of like getting dressed real fast and just being like, yeah, that's that's really uncomfortable. <laughs> like, I didn't say anything. I didn't talk about it. I was just kind of like, I got to go. I got to get I got to get home. <sighs> so fast forward. Now I'm 17 and John says, try a quaalude. I found some quaaludes. Let's do a quaalude together. And we had some girls over. So we all decided to do some quaaludes. Well, the girls left. And then we were sucking I remember each I couldn't dicks. even stand up, so I <laughs> crawled myself into my bedroom, and I crawled myself up to my bed, and I passed out. And he crawled himself next to me, and he passed out. And I figured we were asleep for the night. And all of a sudden, I wake up to him unbuttoning my pants. And I freaking jumped up, and I was like, you mom. I mean, I went. Off. Fool me once, shame on me. <laughs> Knocked on him out you. with one punch. Fool me twice, shame on me. He was like, Corey, you're so strong. <laughs> and I love how this guy had this selfie apparently. Oh, hell yeah. Smoke weed every day. Thanks, Joe. What Appreciate a great that. yeah, what a great picture. Yeah, I, I think this guy had it on like his MySpace or some shit. It's just what gay people do, right? Yeah. Well, they like fuck little kids. Uh, well, I mean, like, like every fifteen-year-old that's had a gay experience with a fifty-year-old man. I mean, we did. T we talked about it in the Twitch chat, and I did say, "Call me by your name," because yeah. it is kind of <laughs> like that story. It is like, in some cases, it's pitched as this like romantic thing where a grown man 
comes in and teaches you about sexuality. So no, but so it's like I never know what I'm supposed to think here. And he just grabbed his like pants and threw them around, and, you know, grabbed his shoes and just like went running out the front door, running down the street. And I went running after him as far as I could until I couldn't see him anymore. No, you didn't. No, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. Well, then you, know, he also... you wake up from a quaalude deluge and you fucking <laughs> fight someone off and then chase him. And this is what he told him. But if you ever come back here again, I'll kill you. <laughs> no, but hold on. No, he didn't say that. <laughs> None of this is adding up. He's doing the math. <laughs> I'll kill you. Let me see. This doesn't really work. <laughs> so, yeah, this is where they get in the bulletin board about, like, who the bad people are. And uh, aim number one. <laughs> bad uh, guy. Okay, so it's a molester, but we're not... Haim was he a UPS driver? A consensual thing with Dom. It was consensual, consensual, but he was still a child. Right. Okay, so they do talk about how one of these was consensual. Wait, why are him and the uh, director he almost worked with ten years earlier doing this? Because <laughs> they're trying to tell Haim's story. He made a promise to him that if anything happened to him, I'll tell your story. Nick is like thirty-five. Right. But one of those parties at that house, at Alfie and Bobby's house, is where I met Dominic Brasher for the first time. Yeah, this fat, ugly loser guy. Oh, he's definitely a pedophile, too, right? <laughs> Him and Haim would hook up all the time, apparently. Yeah, that seems like Haim's type. <laughs> and I guess he's in a bunch of their movies. <laughs> but but also, Corey Feld, he was Corey Feldman's roommate for years, apparently. Ne not No no gay stuff, though. And good the reason out, why, so this cool. was a little later, this was probably now, you know, when I was 13, but I remember meeting Dominic... And at that point was when I told him my next movie was going to be Lost Boys. And I told him that Corey Haim was going to be in it. And that's when he said, ooh, Corey Haim, I've got a big crush on him. Or, you know, I think he's just so cute. Marty Ooh, Weiss? Corey? Marty Weiss. No, the other Corey. What? <laughs> what yeah, other Corey? You mean, what? Some other Corey? <laughs> Two Corys. And, uh, yeah, this is where they get more into Corey Haim being a sex fiend. <laughs> they start to nice bury girl. Corey Haim even more with some of these stories. And the agreement was that I had to have a responsible person come down to be the set sitter. And so it was like, who do we call? The what? Marty, of course. I he guess just, yes, yeah, someone has to keep an eye on him while he's on set. He's like a babysitter on set, but not. Oh, a set sitter. Yeah, a set sitter. Because they, they get into like basically shitting all over Judy Hame, who is Corey Hame's uh, mother. They, they briefly, every now and then, mention Corey Feldman's father, but they don't get into like. He kind of insinuates that Corey Feldman's dad was a piece of shit, but he doesn't really give it to him the same that he does to uh, Judy Haim. Imagine having me. your sex offender picture look like you're the biggest sex offender. Yeah. <laughs> you're smirking, Marty raising an eyebrow. Well, he has um, one of those Corey hairs that goes way down. I love this footage they use because it looks like Feldman's all fucked up on Quaaludes here for oh, some reason. Yeah. I don't know why they... Boys. I don't want... Is that I had to have a responsible person come down to be the set sitter. And so it was like, who do we call? Marty, of course. When we did Lost Boys, and then Marty walks in the door, and the second Marty walks in the door, he goes, hey, I'm horny. Could you blow me? Because I told him that Marty was gay. <laughs> the second Marty walks in the door, he goes, hey, I'm horny. Could you blow me? Because I know, hey, I know you're gay. Will you blow me? And Marty takes him in the room and does it. And then we get back to It's like Doja Cat right now, says, all hey, fucked do you up. Have any friends? You know, blah, blah, oh, blah. shit. Did we leave the audio equipment inside <laughs> the boiling water? God damn it. Whatever. Use it. <laughs> well, yeah. And then this is where he's getting into. So then after he gets blown, 
when they get to L.A., he's like, do you have any other gay friends? Because I need to get blown again, like, because he's a sex fiend. We didn't want to get laid, and that's when I said, well, I don't know any girls. I'm sorry. And he said, well, forget girls. Do you know any guys? I only like and guys. Said, well, me, I Corey Hayes. that time when Dominic told me that he thought he was cute. So I said, well, I know a guy that thinks you're cute. And he's like, I don't <laughs> care. Just call him up. Get him over here. Yeah, I know a guy <laughs> that thinks you, you're cute. He looks like the Michelin man. <laughs> Get him over here. I mean, Corey Haim needs his dick sucked, and he needs it sucked right now. Remember and if Feldman ain't going to do it, to get your fat friend over. I know the guy. He's from Big Trouble in Little China, and he turns into a big balloon. Oh, I, yeah, I think he is in that, yeah. You know, he shared with me that on the set of Lucas, uh, that he was... Oh, here's where we get into the Shane, uh, Charlie Sheen reveal. The set of what? Lucas. What's that? movie from uh, like 85 or something like that raped as a little boy and i remember thinking like oh wow Gay. you know raped as a little boy and um and he told me that you know it was his co-star and he told me that it was charlie sheen that did it so um i heard that that charlie sheen had uh... and what i was talking about in the chat when we were watching this because i feel like sometimes they know to lead with like not Corey feldman because they go to his wife and she looks more normal and even this guy looks normal yeah. because it's believable within this there. movie there's actually like obviously an important message and there's some stuff going on that should be, get out there but then it gets undermined every time we cut to Corey Feldman because he's fake acting <laughs> or he's fucked up on drugs yeah. <laughs> or he has this weird personal vendetta he's trying to do so it it undermines it at every moment where if he just made this and maybe had a quick part where he talks about his relationship with Corey Haim and, you know, what yeah, he told should, him. and then tease him and, like, put him at the very end. Yeah, and, and not even be that long. But the fact that they keep bringing him in, it just ruins the whole thing. Uh, had I heard it in the context of rape? No, I hadn't heard it in context of rape. I, I, rape. I had heard it in that uh, he had said to him, this is what men do. Shit, I've personally heard Shit. a story about Charlie and Corey Haim, probably. Who is this? I don't know. It's just another, like, there are all these, I think he's, like, their age. Put his name. <laughs> just something. To be fair, they might have had him up earlier, and oh, I just yeah, cut I some forgot. of those clips okay. out. Well, probably in my inner circle, no, for sure. Sutherland's brother. <laughs> Yeah. Charlie See, perfect example of like people are talking about it. And it's like, oh shit, this really happened. And you just don't believe, dude. It's the and, fakest well, shit. The it's guy so before fake. him even said like, had I heard it as rape? No, I heard it from Corey that he had yeah. sex with Charlie Sheen. I mean, but even still, like, you could still make an argument that if he was only like twelve or something, sure. Uh, you but make yeah. an argument that this is what gay people do. <laughs> yeah, the argument that I have been making for years. But yeah, then Corey shows up and just undermines <laughs> yeah. everything by being a fucking phony. Yeah, for a second you're like, oh wow, this is like dropping real shit right now, and then it cuts to him overacting and trying to be melodramatic about it. In my inner circle, no, for sure. <sighs> he said Charlie Sheen raped him. They show him walk away like Kermit. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't know how to act, so he just he's whispering. He's doing this weird whisper voice. He's getting that tear going. This wasn't like a one-time thing he said in passing. It wasn't like, oh, by the way, this happened. 
he went into great detail. He told me, Charlie. Hey, how do they have clips about the Charlie Sheen thing in the movie well, that supposedly revealed this, it? This news is, came out by from the Inquirer a couple of years ago. Then why didn't Fucked he have a? Why is he <laughs> acting like this movie is revealing anything then? I, because he's if he's full revealing of a shit. name that's already been revealed. I mean, I guess to be fair, it wasn't. It was like an inquirer thing. No one knew what what, and he's weirdly confirming it. But he totally could have came out and confirmed it. Yeah. Like, to your point, he didn't have to make this movie. Like he made. He was. You know, we've watched all the times he's been hyping up this movie, and like his legit fans, like the people unironically that follow him. They were bracing themselves for like Steven Spielberg's name to be brought up. They were like, "Oh my God, Steven Spielberg!" Like Steven Spielberg's trying to kill Corey. This guy's worth billions, and even they're like, "Well, we kind of knew that," which I, I know is like a weird reaction. But like but, the way he had framed it was as yeah. if he was going to tell you something you had never heard before. When now all he's doing is confirming something that you had ho- totally and, heard before. And the timing's even more weird because. Uh, the Inquirer brought it up, and then Charlie Sheen was suing them. He brought up like a suit against them for uh, slander or something like that. And then that was just recently brought up that it was being settled and settled out of court. So it was almost like the timing, he was waiting for that. So maybe that means he can't get sued, or who the fuck knows? It's like some bizarre chain of events, but this is his big money shot reveal here. In between Good two trailers, <laughs> I put Crisco oil on my butt. He looks like a fucking and geisha. He's got so much fucking makeup on. In broad daylight, anybody could have walked by. Anybody could have seen it. So Corey Haim and I got into an argument one day. And this is not my cut. I love that it cuts <laughs> to this guy after. Uh, hey, so anyways. I've uh, been stoned <laughs> since I was bored. <laughs> it's, it's in the serious. It cuts from Feldman uh, talking about how. He he doused my butt in Crisco oil and then and Jake raped Perry me. shows and up. Jake Perry's like, yeah, so Corey was yeah. saying he got fucked. Up. That is chill, man. <laughs> it's cool. What? Wait, what are you doing? Like again, no self awareness into this movie. Oh, look at this cut. Look at this screen. Hell yeah. Oh, there's a thumbnail for the episode. Me, Charlie, bent me over in between two trailers and put Crisco oil on my butt and raped me. In broad daylight, anybody could have walked by. Anybody could have seen it. So Corey Haim and I got into an <laughs> argument one day because he, he called me up on the phone and he started yelling at me because he thought I was, you know, talking smack on set about him. And, and since he knew I was a big fan, he was also like, Also, look never at be- when he was his assistant. Like, Corey Haim was 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but listen to his, his like, drug dealer, a.k.a. assistant. Listen to his, like, reasoning here. To Corey, you want to be like me? You want to dress like me? I'll bend you over and ream you. Then you'll see how it feels. And I was like, well, that, that was weird. Why do you say that? So what do you think of <laughs> What? <laughs> That's just Corey being an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> but he's saying, like, I, they're using it in, like, oh, you want to be Corey Haim? Well, I'll bend you over and fuck you. And now you'll know. And now we have Judy Feldman. And she, because she says the Sheen stuff is bullshit, but she does say that her son was raped by Dominic. About these allegations that. He was raped when he was age 13. I would have known if anything was wrong. My kid had nothing. He was like transparent. He never hid anything. He was Corey. It's out of character. That's number one. When my son was 13, he's not going to go and ask Charlie Sheen to go and sleep with him. I have to tell you that this guy, Dominic, 
is the guy that abused my son. You know how I know that? Because my son said so. Just watching his interaction with Corey Feldman, that mm -hmm. Corey Haim, your son, was deeply angry mm -hmm. about being abused by someone who was brought into his life mm -hmm. by Corey Feldman. Exactly. And who's going to be there except for your best friend? But You're bringing what, up real, what, real, what real deep things. What are you doing? So I'm going to do you the want same me to get exact deep? thing. You dude. want me to get deep? Dude, get as deep as you really want. Do you really want, want me to? Sure. Corey, I'm saying right don't, I don't need to Go do ahead. that. I don't have to do that. Corey, I'd love to see you even attempt to do something like that. Are you kidding me? Do I look like I'm kidding you right You're now? an easy target, bro. I'm right here. Let's do this. I'm right here. Hit me with the hardest you got. Now, why? This is where we see that Corey Haim really did not like yeah. Corey Feldman. Yeah, they yeah. despised that man. And, and they hated each other. And I can't tell. I think Feldman thinks this footage is proving that he means Charlie Sheen here. Because he brings up, like, getting, like, uh, raped by your friend. But he's talking about Dominic because, like, Corey Feldman is still friends with that guy, Dominic, even after, like... <laughs> well, they even brought it up in the context of that. Well, but then, what, well, what's great is then after this clip, Feldman has to tell stories on why it was okay he was friends with him because basically Haim was the one that was always like, hey, get Dominic over here so he could blow me. He was always saying, like, bring him over. What I want Dominic fund this to try movie? and hurt you... Corey, you're opening up to the world about me having a knife in my pocket. And the reason I wear this, man, is like to cover up some scars I have because, like, I used to cut into myself because it's a way to feel I hear. Well, and I love what he's saying here because this even proves it. Like, like even when he was alive, yeah. even when Corey Haim was alive, he's like, dude, you're always talking about my shit. Yeah. You're talking about how I cut myself. And, like, he's still doing the same stuff even after in death. Where he's like, Corey Aim, he was raped, he was gay, yep. <laughs> he was this, he was a druggie. To put it in terms for the kids, he was pocket watching. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, Why nice. is he pocket watching Corey Haim right now? Well, but and also get, go and get your own bag, Corey <laughs> Feldman. If I could put it in terms for the kids who I will blow if they pull up, put it on my tombstone. Who wants to get blown? It's cool if you're gay. Gay people blow kids. And also, like, well, in put it on the in relation to like with that hindsight <laughs> the way he tries to pitch like later he starts to get into how judy hames a villain and it's like of course she is to Corey feldman she fucking hates Corey feldman yeah, yeah. as she should because all Corey feldman does is talk about her son who's talk been shit dead about yeah. her son and but lie and say they're best friends she said go like get your own bag it's like no your bag is my bag we have the same name better. <laughs> you let me get around in my life man raped so to speak what an intro to this new metal song, by the way, when it finally comes in. Whoa! <laughs> I'm saying this right now by the guy you so hang out with and tell me I'm 14 to take responsibility. You know exactly what I'm talking about. For the about. chat, they both the look like Tim and Eric characters. Dude, look at it. You know that that... Dude, Corey's an idiot. All he yeah. did was show us a clip that's like, hey, watch someone be real. And watch you phone, like, like he's like, yeah, I'm acting right now. I'm in a scene, I'm acting. And then he says that shit, and then Corey's like, uh, uh, what? <laughs> yeah, no, nothing. No, uh, no, uh. Like, yeah, he fucking immediately, like, doesn't know how to react. He's the bad improv from, like, that coronavirus video. Yeah, yeah. And I love this version of Corey as well. Picture yeah, where's his Corey? long hair? Yeah, well, I mean, maybe spoilers. Maybe <gasps> this is after some other um. stuff. We'll need to understand that it was such a complex Come. relationship between the two of them because Dominic became his friend. 
Corey would go through these waves where like one minute he hated Dominic and he thought he was a disgusting pig. And he would say that. He'd be like, you're a disgusting pig. You're some 35-year-old balding fat man. And why the fuck am I sitting here with you? I hate you. And You I'd heard like, him say that? I too. heard him say it. And then I'd come over a week later and they'd be best buds going to a movie together or like going to a club or whatever. And I'm like, I don't get it, dude. Do you hate him or do you not hate him? What's the deal? You know? But then you Yeah, this really, this whole Dominic. thing... Has the narrative of a smear piece. Yeah, no, absolutely. He he I built agree. this up like it was supposed to be like I'm gonna let everyone know what happened to my poor my pal. Best friend. But the whole thing is basically like <laughs> it really fiend. does feel like a, a yeah. giant smear piece where it's like, hey, you know, like you think that Corey thought that Haim was always talking shit about him, and now that he's dead, he can say yeah. his truth. But like that's the way that all of this footage reads. Well, and it, it there's there's so much time spent where a topic comes up and then they have to go to Corey Feldman where he has to explain because a topic comes up and it makes him look bad and then he has this long story on why no it's not like that it's actually I'm the hero Dominic and Corey in, 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 in two movies, movies. Yeah. okay so we did National Lampoon's Last Resort together and Corey thought it was a great idea to give Dominic a cameo in it so we put him in the movie that was our decision mutually to help him out and give him the spot and then, of course, as soon as he's on the set, Corey's like, why is he here, man? I don't want him here. Like, well, you told it's him It's almost to like he has him. a lot of what conflicted feelings do? about the man and he's who like, raped no, him. like, no, man, that was your idea. <laughs> and I'm like, no, it wasn't. It was your idea. You felt bad for him and you wanted to help him out. You told me let's hire him. So that kind of stuff happened a lot. By the time we get to Busted... Now I was and, I was loving the clips of busted. I feel like we need to do a commentary on this. What is I guess busted? it's just the two Corys being cops. And Police I had told Corey, of course, Corey? this is the cast. He knew. <laughs> I don't who know. Was like, in the look cast. at they it. both Dominic look kind of all right here. And yeah. that's when I was saying a pretty Carrie terrible Casey. movie. I was saying a low budget and movie. And so Carrie <laughs> knew that we were all friends. She didn't know what was going on. She didn't know the backstory. So if you ask Carrie, she's going to say, The chat brings up a good point that he looks just like Charlie Sheen. He does. Yeah, he totally does. I had the assumption that Judy was a friend for life because I was a friend with her child. Yeah, for this life. is where he gets into how Judy's a villain. Like, Corey Ames' mom, mom is a villain. Who's and I assumed guy? that when he was gone, what did you say? Who was that guy on the right? Was that it? was Corey Haim. Really? Yeah. The closeness would never change. So when all of a sudden you see her doing these things and you see her lashing out and saying these awful things, you go, God, why would you why would you do that? That hurts. That's not fair. That's what you're, you're doing right now. This whole movie is you doing yourself. that. That's not fair. So that gives you a little anger, but the real anger comes from when you see that there's an entire conspiracy that's been formed. Really at least comes 30 from someone else being named Corey. Who are working in conjunction with one another. I believe all wow, what a horrible the guidance picture. of her. Jesus. When I found out that she was at the top of the We should take a tree. picture laying on his grave. Yeah, yeah, not fuck. great. What the fuck? I mean, yeah, both of them are fucking horrible trauma survivors, I guess. The Goonies star <laughs> says that he was attacked last night. He's talking oh, about the alleged stabbed. attack on social media. Now, according to the LAPD, they were made aware of an assault with a deadly weapon at 1045 last night. Feldman also tweeted that he has been threatened recently on you social media. You know what media. happens when he you get stabbed? You don't have to point out where he got pack. stabbed. So I am writing a, I'm trying to write a concise. What is this? I know there's a typo in the first four words. <laughs> He's sending him a zip file. Yeah. Thank you for taking the type, uh, 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 comma, E. <laughs> 
I have attached, yeah, attached, attached is typoed a file for your convenience so you can some of the have been made and to help paint the picture who these people are and their motives. Just fix your typos really quick before yeah. you film it. What are you doing? Uh, they call themselves the Wolf Pack. They are led by a name being Bobby Wolf. I've never met Bobby, though he runs it. <laughs> this letter to Detective Hickman, who is the detective who investigated my stabbing. Basically, what's going on is the Wolf Pack or whatever, uh, these people have come from the other side of the country. And uh, basically, they've come to town to ambush me, harass me, stalk me, and who knows, possibly harm me or my family. So I would like to get a protective order. So I went to the police station. We asked them if they would give us a protective order. They said that they could not uh, because <laughs> they, they felt that this may be directly connected to the stabbing case. Well, so you can barely so tall said, enough to reach you know, over reach the, the original We can only so give you protective orders against Hickman, real things. She said she cannot verify at this time that they're connected, but she will give this to secret investigations or something like that. Anyway, it's, it's special crimes unit. Special Everyone crimes towers can actually set up a task what force to deal with celebrities <laughs> who are getting stalked, celebrities who have these types of problems. So they actually have something in LA that's set up specifically for situations like this. So I've got to now celebrities put all this myself. into a letter so she understands the history, which is going to be not easy. Right, Imagine so getting so that I, email and then just deleting it, <laughs> not reading it at all. I, my whole pretending thing you is, never got it. It took me a couple of days to figure out and follow what you've been telling uh, here's me in the terms of all pack. the people, all the different players. So I just yeah. want to make sure for everybody that I think it's, it's best visually to just show. Well, to try and maybe find all the, the roots of everybody like a family tree. Okay. So you said start with Feldfam first. Feldfam on that side. <laughs> okay, explain. One sentence. Who's Feldfam? The followers and fans that follow me on Twitter mostly. It shoots off to Facebook and, and Instagram, but Cameo, also it's the root, the root family of social them. media. And we call them family because a lot of them have been there for 10 years. Listen and how old and stupid is. You should just be like, oh, they're my fans. To, you know, yeah, finding no, out fans what's going on with everything. When Corey was just touring and we were talking on Twitter, it was always fun There's and lighthearted. And I don't fan. even remember Ugh. any like bad people coming into that. It was when he did his first campaign, when he stopped touring and decided to try to help the children. That's when they came out, and it was like a swarm. I have this tweet on my phone of what Corey said and what basically caused the dam to burst. This is crazy wife. Is this tweet that he said that said, I'm hatching up a plan to come forward and, you know, expose these predators. She has to get the gist of Wait a minute, go back to his tweet. <laughs> yeah, she's got to get the gist of it because what does his tweet say? <laughs> hey, hold on. Dam to burst. Is this. Tweet that he said that said, I'm... That said, I am working on a plan that may be a way forward to shed some light on this situation. If I can figure out a way to get actual justice. All those twos are the number two. Yeah. <laughs> well, not risking my safety and well-being. You will know when that time comes. As for now, I'm glad people are talking and I pray that others come. Hatching up a plan to come forward and, you know, expose these predators that are pedophiles and Even in the fake tweet thing, and it says like happened, 700 people are talking about off. this. <laughs> and the floodgates open and the dam burst and all these Twitter messages and eat and just everything came flooding in. It was like, as soon as I finally said, Look at okay, him. <laughs> I'm gonna say something. He's like, wait a minute, I was never raped. were insane. I almost got run over by two trucks 
and I was literally saved somehow, <laughs> miraculously within inches of my life. I'm surprised we didn't make it life. into this doc. I don't know how. <laughs> the haters. We're definitely a part of the, the yeah. wolf pack. But all I can say is that God. We didn't even know it. Yeah, we, we don't even mean to be. And then the next day, a couple of my band members were arrested, and the press lied and said that I was arrested. And then the third day, I got a call from the Inquirer that they were going to print the Sheen story, which led me to remember every moment of my life, like everything flashed before me, and I suddenly realized I don't need to be on this tour. I need to. Well, I like money. how, <laughs> just in passing, he just kind of destroyed his credibility because he just made it seem like. Then the Inquirer called and told me about the Sheen story, and then I suddenly remembered it. Like <laughs> it's almost like he, like you were talking about Mike, what you were getting at. It's like he didn't have a name, and then this thing happened. He's like, "Oh yeah, Corey did tell me about that. I yeah. remember now." Yeah, you still know how to repress memories, work, <laughs> Jim. <laughs> Keep my promise to Corey, and I need to get oh, my yeah, the truth promise, out there, remember? no matter what. I was terrified because guess what? People want to kill I'm him. I'm Corey Feldman's wife. It's horrifying. It's so what scary. What has to say to come out? Here we go, Wolfpack. Wolfpack. Clever. So I know this. Clever. Start with no. <laughs> Bobby Wolf, because I know that's the guy. Well, no, we start with Judy Hain. Bobby Wolf, obviously. Okay, leader so of the Wolf Pack. Yeah, Judy Haynes, leader of the Wolf Pack. I don't know. I don't know. How you number two. He's just some a fan guy. of what? I have no idea. You've never met him or never spoken Never met him, never spoken to him. It's somebody that started working with Judy. The Wolf Pack is doing things on social media like Twitter messages. <laughs> yeah, it's so great. Bobby uh, Wolf is coming to town. He really just typed some shit into a meme generator. Uh, Facebook messages that are th get you get you magnet door opener ready and hold your syringes high. Threatening you, what? disparaging you, defaming you, accusing you of bad things, and going after my fans and attacking them and okay. basically telling them that they don't want to participate, they don't want to support me. It's all a sham. And when they don't listen and they keep defending me, then they start attacking them personally. You're saying is Judy's part of the wolf pack? I, I think Judy is the queen of the wolf pack. Okay, and so how does she she's know always like, "Leave my dead son alone! Stop bringing up my dead son!" It's amazing how this. I mean, well, this whole documentary, but especially this scene here plays out like a sketch or yeah. like a like <laughs> yeah. a like a Christopher Guest movie because well, it feels like yeah. they're just improving and trying to be ridiculous because <laughs> he's like, so Bobby Wolf's the head of the Wolf Pack. No, no, no. Judy Hame. All right. So Judy Hame's the type of the Wolf Pack. Well, she's the queen of the Wolf Pack. <laughs> and it's like he's being the wacky character. Yeah. But he's just being himself. Well, it's he, also weird that he can stand there and also sit on that little chair in the corner <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> ah, damn it. I was going to bring up the terrifying statue. <laughs> well, it's it's great because now, like, for backup, he's going to go to his wife. Like, you know, the Wolf Pack. Oh yeah, the wolf pack. You think he just like goes over and stands over that statue, like, yeah, I'm tall. He's definitely working with the wolf pack to discredit and defame Corey for sure. I made videos. See, my stupid thought confirms. Six to eight months trying to discredit Corey Feldman because here's some druggie that says she was a former member. Of what am I? I'm wolf pack. Yeah, she has like a needle sticking out of her arm. Yeah. Hey, if we give you 50 bucks, will you say you're from the Wolf Pack? I am from the Wolf Pack. <laughs> you Why? keep your 50 bucks, give me 20 goofballs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I have no use for money. You got goofballs? Oh, we got goofballs off the wazoo. That's I made what she of goofballs. wanted. All of Corey Feldman's um, disappointments and what a fool he is, you know, but it went a lot deeper. 
than that. And it got really vicious and really sure mean. Yeah, we've got screenshots of all of these these group convos with Judy and Bobby Wolf. Judy would be in a chat room on Facebook with the, the people that were making these videos or um You know, Facebook chat room. Horrible things. Um and is this she Joe's was phone? in the chat room what with these this? people, um, telling them to call social services and have Corey's son taken away. CF is an idiot. I hope Charlie will find out and go after him. I'm trying to stay strong. I'll send I you some stuff. I also have one that says we need to re-brainwash people about Corey Feldman. And, the, and she's saying this to, to me. Everyone's owning yeah. them, too. Would uh -huh. numbnuts be that <laughs> dumb? If I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, seeing her part of these of these conversations, um, encouraging like snack. things like this was really upsetting. Well, I've, I've had an opportunity to look at some of the emails and text messages from Corey's mom. She's upset that Corey Feldman identified Corey Haim as a victim of child abuse and it's really sad reading her stuff because she like some of the stuff she's saying is completely reasonable though. Here you are lying again as you always do, <laughs> pointing fingers at my Corey. Yeah, yeah, just stop. Stop talking about my She's basically just saying stop talking about my fucking son. Tell your own fucking truth. Poses my truth. Uh, the rape of two Corys. <laughs> I was it's like how I was raped. Yeah, when you were raped by that guy, I was never raped. I fought him <laughs> off. I chased him down the street, and I said, if you ever try to rape me, I'll kill you. He I thought he was so cool because he was horny, and he wanted to get <laughs> off. That's the truth. <laughs> Corey's response, I hate that you always assume I'm out to get Corey or make him look bad or make myself look good. I'm not. I never have. I'm doing my best to tell the truth as it happened and putting it the softest way possible. No. He did ask to meet Dominic. But not because he thought he was cool, because he was horny and wanted to get off. That's the truth. Imagine talking to someone's mom. <laughs> like, I'm dead. You're like, listen. listen <laughs> Jeff's mom. <laughs> Jeff was horny, okay? He's obviously a mother that's deeply in pain and trying to protect him. Well, I love it. The beginning, I was just reading the beginning in the background, and he's like, Judy, I'm sorry, you're wrong. I'm going to say this softly because I'm ashamed to say the actual words. But then this part they highlight is like, He's just horny. He wants to get off. Preserve the memory of her son. In reading her stuff, I could Love feel Corey. her pain <laughs> and her desperation. And I think the way that she's coping with it is slandering my client, defaming my client. This is the my corona my guy? Client, <laughs> organizing other people to go after my client. Somehow she's finding some solace and peace of mind. Isn't it great? Because, Mike, like, as you've se seen going through this, that he's been shitting on Corey Haim, like, the whole time, and now they're spending a good amount shitting on his mom, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're also his mom's this a is fucking piece of shit. This documentary is not, hey, here are the people that raped me and my good friend Corey. This documentary is, hey, this uh, that Corey guy that I was always friends with, he is a piece of shit and he hated me <laughs> and his family is trash. And also, by the way, he was gay and got <laughs> raped. <laughs> but remember when he was like, your hair, man, fucking sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, dude, the one thing you've done, that's great. You're fucking and so strong. <laughs> Judy and I had exchanged many emails. My perception is that she knew exactly what was going on because it was dated July 25th, yeah, 2013. Yeah, explained what was going on. And it said, you know as well as I do that the media will want to know who that was, especially because you mentioned the fact that the guy on Lucas is well-known and makes a lot of money. 
they'll know it was can't be Charlie Sheen. I can't read the whole email in one piece, so I can't tell you everything that was said. You know what's great too? It is, goes um, on to say what is I the don't Charlie want Sheen to start calling said? me. Nothing. After- <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah. Well, and this whole thing, I didn't expect so much. I'm an idiot. Uh, I didn't expect so much current stuff. Like I expected him to talk about the past oh, no. and all the shit that happened. Oh, but yeah, yeah. so much of this is like, hey, talk fucking about the stabbing two months and ago. The like, pack, yeah. like this is about him and the conspiracy against him, not about the old rate. Like the, he is, he is so fucking uh, flimsy and shitty with <laughs> his agenda on everything that he can't even like keep his stupid. Like phony documentary on fucking uh, on topic. Hell yeah. <laughs> Asking about this, I will have to be honest about things that I think are going to be wrong or agree to things that are right on the money. And then I have to answer questions that I may not want to answer. In another email dated April 17th, 2011, she writes, Charlie the Nutcase was in Toronto for the last three days. I called his manager a while ago while I knew Charlie was coming here. And I told him to have Charlie go to the cemetery and visit one of his co-stars and learn something. And uh, Kristen pointed out when we were watching this live, this was in 2011. It sounds more like when Charlie Sheen was being crazy Uh that she was like, Hey, maybe he should just go visit, you know, uh, Corey's grave to see like what can what happen. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know, but he's making it seem like, yeah, see, she's she's agreeing with it. I don't think he went. Big surprise. Judy and I had a conversation about it after Corey was dead, and we'd had conversations before that, but she pretends we didn't. He looks like the eagle time, from the Muppets. She said, "Well, I only knew this four years ago. He only told me this part of it four years ago." I said, Judy, that's impossible. It's impossible. It looks like someone deep faked him into a nine-year-old. <laughs> She's like, I knew something happened. I just didn't know the details. But then he finally told me. But here's the kicker. It looks the- like when someone paints eyeballs on your eyelids. <laughs> <laughs> like, you see, yeah, you sleep at <laughs> The kicker is, you know. You know. So why not be a fucking man about it and tell the world what you know? Why not go out there and say, you know what? Yeah, cry, this happened. Cry, cry, My kid told me he was raped by a man on a set that I brought him to. And I feel terrible about that. But you know what? I gotta friend, pay Corey. my dues. Because that's life. You suit up. You take responsibility for your actions. It's your responsibility, Judy Haim. Yours, not anybody else's. He's yelling at himself. Yeah. So stop blaming it on me. And stop blaming it on other people. It's not my Grow friend up. Dominic, okay? People don't realize. Everybody always wants to Now he's interviewing Dominic. He's yeah. like, <laughs> so all right. Dominic. Oh. Anyways, Dominic. Isn't it Tell up? us how Corey Haim raped you. <laughs> he was just so horny all the time. I remember I would always tell him no, and then he would just make me blow him. A bunch of executives with this movie. Mm-hmm. I'm not outing a bunch of executives with this movie. What I am doing is saying that it's not the executives. It's not the studio heads. And it may be, but it may not be. It's very convenient that he's saying that because it's like, yeah, I, w- I want to get work still. It's not the people in power. It's not the people running things. The people that could buy this documentary Harvey. and release Hello. it. <laughs> but in most cases, it's the manager, the publicist, the agent. You know, it's the little guys 
around the celebrity. That's the point, is that you can go back to the early days of Hollywood and there's stories about Mickey Rooney. Mm -hmm. There's stories about Judy Garland. There's stories about uh, Coogan. You mm -hmm. know, now who knows what's real and what's not? Shirley Temple. Mm -hmm. We hear Who's stories about names. Mm -hmm. Does that mean it's real or is it just myth? Is it just lore? But here's the thing that gets you: you look at cases that have been public from Tatum O'Neill all the way through. Anthony Edwards is the next generation. Then you've got the Corys. Then you've got this one, and that one. Uh, but you then you have about, the Ricky Garcias. This is happening yeah, up through now. You hear about Bella Thorne. You right. hear about all of these kids coming mm -hmm. forward right now. You can help me bring these people to justice. You can be responsible for being the next one to make the shoe drop and getting these guys put away. Here it is. Kids too, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that says me too. Kids too. Kids too, baby. Kids too, baby. Hashtag Call kids too, hashtag baby. <laughs> Call Joe. Yeah, I think that the... at three. Oh, <laughs> yeah, call, Joe. call oh, Joe at three. Oh, oh. Uh, <laughs> the promise you made to Haim. It's fulfilled. It, yeah, I think it I did. did my job. I mean, yeah. I can't say what's going to happen. I know, after but this. you did it. Yeah. I didn't promise I was going to have Charlie Sheen locked up. Mm -hmm. Look at that you fucking know? loser. And not only did <laughs> Look I at tell him, his dude. story, but I told mine, and we were That's fortunate bodyguard enough with him to too. tell Ricky's. And it's a few Edward Penis hands here to fucking. Wait, is it Dominic with him? Cut! Cut! This, oh, is no. the, this is the big moment, dude. Is he gonna cut it off and leave it at the grave? Yes. Uh, you, you watch that? I think nobody see it. You know, all of these tributes, all these nods to Corey. This is his because, big crescendo. You know, um, He's right next to Marcusina. <laughs> they're not because I don't have any, you know, any material. Or I, or I, Wait, didn't Corey Haim have tattoos? Could he be? Is he supposed to be buried oh, in a yeah, Jewish he can't cemetery? Be no Jewish cemetery. I don't know. Did he have tattoos? Maybe Seems not. like right, would um, I want filming this on an Android camera. It's because what's this shit. my heart. What's his message? I loved that man. He was my partner. He was my brother. Forearm. Brought a stick with he him. My... What's it? I keep my stick? promises, bud. Now you can rest in peace. Something back. Something you... I love you. For Corey. Best friend. I have your back? Oh, yeah. I two, brought two. you this stick. Two, two. Those are their favorite numbers. This needs like a song about it. <laughs> yeah, it totally does. It really needs a song, I think. To, to bring it all together, we need a song. <laughs> Stupid hair. <laughs> I don't even think it's real. Like, he added it in. Here it is, the moment. Well, look, he clearly gelled the shit out of it so it'd all be together, so it'd be easy to cut. The devil lock. He doesn't cut all of it either. Yeah. Yeah, don't play music under this. Wait yeah. till plane. We need by. the cicadas <laughs> adding drama. <laughs> this is such fucking horse shit. Who's buying this? He didn't this? even cut it. <laughs> Well, you didn't want it to be uneven, bro. It is. It yeah, is. Yeah, it is. Put it in the stick. Yeah, wow. <laughs> what an insane lie that and he's trying to, do, like, like, 
stab the stick into the ground? No, nah, he just places yeah, it. He's there. hoisting up this giant lie to be the dramatic climax of his garbage fucking lie of a movie. He really is. The guy's like, get out of here! Get out of here! <laughs> oh, is that his wife filming it? Yeah, it is on like an Android phone. I think you I told you, dude, it's <laughs> fucking shit footage. Mm. Oh, Hamster 222. I didn't even wow, see that. Wow, the hamster, baby. Dude, he, he really is such a fucking ghoul for doing this. And yeah. if anyone is like likes this guy, oh, like man. it's terrible. Yeah, and there we go. But now, <laughs> now we need a whoa, song. Whoa, 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 whoa. Is this a part of the movie right now? This played at the beginning of the movie, no, technically. No, but this... This part I'm... was part of his. Th- he added it to the beginning. So he yeah, added a Windows Movie Maker that somebody named Marissa intro. Wren made. Yeah, <laughs> this is at the beginning of the movie. Oh god! But he, technically, this song plays over the end credits. But I, it doesn't have the full song. So he started the movie with a Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> yes. Fucking YouTube. This is the beginning when you watch the stream. I'm surprised he's not filming his yeah. laptop. <laughs> this song is fucking sick. Though. Dude, I actually had this song in my head all week. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, I know we we probably said this a lot, or other people have said it. Like, it would be hard to make the goof version of this song. Yeah. yeah. As good as. Oh wait, the I way- haven't heard it yet. Yes. <laughs> but I agree. It'd you be hard. To two s- seconds of it. It'd be hard to sit down and make a goof song like this. <laughs> And have it be as good as the actual yeah. song. You don't have the level of <laughs> mental illness to like make mental illness videos. By the way, that's not even them. That's the actors that play them in the <laughs> Lifetime movie, uh, the two Corys. Well, because he couldn't be asked to fucking make a montage <laughs> yeah. to his own song that's just photos. He's like, I'll just record, yeah. screen record well, YouTube. Well, fan made it. Voice Felton? Yes, yeah. That we made. You maybe you thought it was an angel, right? You yeah. me right away. A secret that I never could forget. My heart just sank. Yeah. Yeah, bum equipment, huh? Good choice. Ah. Look how fucking ugly Corey Feldman is. Every picture of him is always this ugly motherfucker. He does have a tattoo. I does. Maybe they cut it off so he could be buried with Jews. <laughs> He's got like an old saloon piano player. Dude, you're right. It'd be impossible to make a song like this that wasn't a over-the-top goof. Could you imagine? You couldn't make a joke song that's more of a joke than this song that's serious. There's no way. There's no fucking way you could. You couldn't write five. The voice, if nothing else, (laughs) the voice that he's he's using is 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 a. Pure goof well, voice. And the change-up. No, like it goof, went from goofs only. It's a goofs only voice. <laughs> it went from the singing to the change-up to this part. And he's just like, he's ripping over like RPG shop music. Would you believe there's four more verses? <laughs> I don't know if that was the chorus, the verse, or the bridge. 
is a bloated uh, production. <laughs> It's like you hate something. I had my own experience and innocence to corrupt. Not gay, but not like you. All those years, I kept your secret locked away. But now you're safe. In and hell, monster must pay. Must pay. <laughs> A Jew celebrating Christmas, <laughs> dude. This yeah. is a baffling song. It's insanity. This is an insanely baffling song. You were dead. I'm alive. I win. Corey forever. I'm, I'm the, the winner. Best. Never got raped. Not by Michael Jackson. Who else? Like you are free to tell the world to feel ashamed. It's not your fault. What it did. Imagine having to be the producer going like, yeah, yeah, yeah. this sounds good. And then Corey's like, can you turn the flute up a little? Can you turn the flute up in the mix? How'd my vocals sound? Oh, yeah, they came through, man. <laughs> yeah, these they, are great, man. Yeah, no, they they are, they are came right through. We're just going to plug them in, and there they are. Be what you want to be. Pee is poop. <laughs> poop is pee. It's not your fault because you were a kid. He hits Pro Tools, and it just the machine explodes. <laughs> Baby. Oh, I think there's yeah, there's like another So I'm not really accountable. <laughs> Dude, these are like joke song lyrics. Introduced it's to like, the guy who raped you. It's not like a, really. I think it was consensual. <laughs> it's like a Trey Parker Matt Stone song. Oh yeah, that's what, that's what it fucking too. sounds like. Yeah. It sounds like a fucking joke. Uh, Matt and Trey song. He comes in with like a faux rap here. It's great. It's perfect. This should have happened long ago. And a wizard told you this. You a wizard? Are. That's what I thought he said too. A wizard, a wizard, told, wizard you this. told you this. Free to tell the world. Don't feel ashamed. It's not that bad and it's not your fault. Wait, is he doing a bad duet with himself now? <laughs> not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Poop is pee. <laughs> so there you go. That's my truth. The rape of two Corys. Parentheses in the Lost Boys font. Disgusting. Just, uh, <laughs> it is unsettling. Disgusting. It makes your skin crawl. <laughs> this guy's actually dead. And he just made a, a whole movie about his supposed friend being and, a sex freak. And there are actual fan there are still fans of Corey Feldman. They think he's doing a good that's thing. Shocking. I don't think so. That's al- that's alarming. Just fucking unsettling of a man unhinged. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. you, like, he should really just stop living. Well, he tries <laughs> to get more money, right? He tries to get more money because he's like, oh, it's too, yeah. baby. We got hacked, and we I want more people to see this now that it's done. I'm, I'm doing a uh, GoFundMe to, to try and get money to, to make sure more people get to see it. 
Yeah, I wonder, is he, what's he saying about it now? Does he have any updates? Whichever one of us dies from coronavirus, we have to make the movie about them being a sex pest. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, don't do that to me. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's calling for a federal investigation on um, uh, Sheen. UK, oh, he's retweeting people who are trying to get the media to talk about it. Kids oh, too. It's, it returns to streaming starting tomorrow, Saturday. Uh, any unused ticket holders can view. New tickets can be sold if you go to mytreat.com. I'm here to answer any questions. Kids too. What is the thing with kids too? Because it only sounds oh, like Jesus. he's promoting like kids a, too, baby. He's promoting like the movie Kids too. He's <laughs> high as fuck. Supposed to be like me too, but kids too. Oh no. <laughs> Jesus. Oh no. Hello. How's it going, folks? How are you? <laughs> Hello. Speed sober. Back. We're back live, live back in the studio that you all know and well and love so well. Ha, I'm a bit fried. It's been yeah. quite the week. Very active, very crazy. Lots going on. Thank you. Love the dog. That's great to hear. Love the movie. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I love, love you guys. the I love movie. You guys. Thank you for the support. Thank you for the love, and thank you for being truthful. For those of you who got to see the film and admit you got to see the film, <laughs> anyone that will admit seeing it, to deny the film thank you for admitting you watched it. We really appreciate it. I know that's a hard thing for y'all to do. I know most of you are saying you feel sick. Yeah, you know what? I that you're disgusted for even watching it. I'm gonna have to say him this. retweeting himself. It's just a bunch of him retweeting himself. Look, all these are just retweets. Of himself. Oh, yeah, yeah. He retweets his own shit. He retweets, like, fucking weirdo fans that he has. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, I can't even get into that. That's another 20 minutes. Like, yeah. we just... <laughs> so, yeah, the the uh, the Corey Feldman uh, versus dead Corey Haim continues. Uh, this, you thought the story was going to end with the movie. No, it continues. Wow. We're still going. What a pile of absolute trash. <laughs> It's like a dog just shit. It's just like a, a bunch of dogs, like all sh- like, but they they put their butts together. <laughs> they all start shitting in the same place. Favorite part of the show. Um, <laughs> that, either that guy screaming. Oh, that Iranian guy was fucking was that great. Old, or that old lady with a bag on her head. It was oh yes, and that old lady. But also Corey, that old that old know. that old man getting scared is the hardest I've laughed in a long time. That was great. Um, <laughs> so scared. Jim, pull back up. <laughs> Wait, which one? Oh. The Iranian oh, man being pranked. <laughs> what a good goof. I want to watch oh, him get scared yeah, again, Jim. You got to pull it back I up. It, uh, right here. Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I got to see it again before before I leave. Yeah, yeah. No, it's great. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> Let me pull it up for the chat. <laughs> This is me after watching The Rape of Two Corys, My Truth. (laughs) What a great build-up, too. Kind of looking around the crowd. He's like, oh, wait, who's this guy? <laughs> Yo, just a prank, bro. 
He never says a word. Uh, and he's still shaking. <laughs> Oh man! Whoops! Oh, that's yeah, great. that's great. I mean, it's awful, but it's great. Oh, it's great. That's what makes it great. Um, if anyone deserves coronavirus, it's Corey Feldman, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, it's about time. It's about time that uh, that that karma comes around for that motherfucker. Oh yeah. Uh, actually, I almost forgot. We need to get into a little. Uh, I mean, I'm sure Mike's about to talk about the patreon.com slash Jim and them. How did you know I was yes. about to talk about patreon.com slash Jim and them? It's a place where you can go and find more cool stuff. If you like the stuff that we do right here for you on Jim and them. If you like this show, even a tiny bit, you're going to love all the things we do on the Patreon. We're not one of those like fly by night Patreons where we're like, hey, pay us $20 a month and we'll... Give you a 10-minute mini-sode once a month. Get fucked, bro. Yeah, no way. We got hours and hours of content every month. Shitloads of stuff. Way more than most shit fucking Patreons give you. And to top it all off, if maybe you're feeling generous, you want to get in on that skimming them. Hell yeah. We will gamble your money for our own gain. <laughs> we'll do it. And Skimming them. Not, not to mention skimming them. You also get into the Gift of the Magi, which is also a tier. Yes. So, Mike, if you want to go ahead and pull a winner here, the Gift of the Magi is not a raffle, but your name might get pulled from a hat, and you'll get a $100 gift card. Before you read that, uh, Jeff, go ahead and pull someone. No, you can pull that one that Mike touched. Uh, you can pull from <laughs> you that. You pull it? Yeah, I'll you pull. pull. All right. I'll pull someone that unfortunately did not win. Uh, let me see. Jabal, you did not win, although you, ju you just won, so good for you. Yeah. Ooh, Kendall McCluskey, unfortunately, you did not win, but you did get your name pulled. Mike Steele, who did win? Oh, Clay Wald. Hey. Oh, wow. Long time coming, I, I feel. Didn't he or win did he a win bunch before? of times? <laughs> who cares? No. Clay Wald. <laughs> I feel like he didn't win a bunch of times. Oh, uh, Maybe I, he's from the other poll. Maybe, yeah. I think maybe he was an almost or someone who did not win. Well, good for him. Good but for Clay Wald. Um, he won a $100 Amazon gift card? Yes, sir. Well, he didn't win anything. You can buy oh, one yeah, roll yeah. of toilet paper. Yeah. Hey-oh! <laughs> <laughs> hey oh hey Yes! Yes! You are dead. Clay is dead. <laughs> We're going to ride a film spirit, you. <laughs> you are correct. Ha-ha! <laughs> Uh, but yeah, he, he was magically gifted that hundred dollar gift yes. card, and and maybe you could magically be gifted one too if you join Jim and them Patreon. It's at Patreon.com/slash Jim and them. Lots of cool cool stuff on that Patreon. Yes. yes. Speaking of cool cool stuff, I heard that my boy Jim is constantly making cool cool stuff. Prove me wrong, Jim. Oh man, if you go to showsyouknow.com, I host a podcast there. With Jacob Burrows, where we discuss TV shows. Uh, we did every episode of Sopranos. We did a recap on each one. Uh, we'll be checking in soon with just a, an update, overall thoughts on the show, and some other stuff. Plus, we discuss other TV shows, all kinds of shows available at showswithyouknow.com. Please go there, rate, review, subscribe, and tell a friend. Oh, man. That is some cool stuff. I am convinced that there's only one other thing in the world to get even be slightly as cool as that cool stuff. And I feel like maybe Jeff can back me up here with maybe that cool stuff. Oh, you 
mean Italian movies? What? Yeah. Now that Italy is all dead, the only thing that's left is to watch every Italian movie ever made. And we're going to watch all 600,000 movies (laughs) made in the 80s. I can't see it. Asterpiece.jimandthem.com. Follow facebook.com slash group slash Asterpiece. Donate to the Patreon if you want your movie played or you just like me and you want to donate to me. Asterpiece.jimandthem.com. Where we watching the finest Kino. Kino, baby. Kino films of all time. We're Bernie Bros. We're Kino. Patreon.com slash Asterpiece. Donate to your boy because I have to move. So donate. <laughs> Asterpiece.jimandthem.com. Melf's in the chat saying I don't update the hat. I do update the hat. I did just find your ticket in there, so it's in there. Don't worry. But yeah, no, I don't think she's ever won. So that's unfortunate. Well, maybe she stopped liking Doja Cat so much she'd win. Yeah. Who yeah. knows? Yeah, does Doja Cat have a hat? Yeah, full of cocaine. <laughs> she snorts. Asterpiece.jimandthem.com, uh, the finest kino you will ever watch. Streaming almost every night, unless we don't. Late night. Uh, Late but- night. <laughs> What a great show. Thanks, everyone. Uh, on that. Wait, wait. I didn't endorse. Oh, Jesus. I'm sorry. What the hell? I was about well, to endorse. Well, we were all out of whack. But yeah, go ahead. Sorry. You please endorse. My endorsement this week is uh, the Baby Ruth candy bar and the Butterfinger candy bar. Ooh. Because if you, so if you go and buy two of them anywhere, take a picture of your receipt and go to the Final Fantasy VII website for the remake and upload that receipt, they just give you... Like DLC for the video game, ah. and you can even get a a, uh, a dynamic PS4 theme featuring Tifa and her and her theme for Final Fantasy VII. All you got to do is you got to take pictures of the Baby Ruth and Butterfinger receipts. That's all you got to do. Huh? So go buy some Butterfingers and some Baby Ruths, take pictures of your receipt, and get free shit for a game you know you're gonna want to play anyway. What a weird. Uh, uh, it's so weird. Tie-in. <laughs> it's the weirdest thing ever. And the way it works, you literally just take a picture on your phone and you just upload it to their website. <laughs> it's insanity. And then they send you an email. Go, here's your code. It's crazy. <laughs> it seems crazy, but it's it works. So it's, that is my endorsement. It's to do this crazy thing. But look it up. Look it up. It's true. You can get Butterfingers and, and Baby Roots. Go to Walgreens. You can get you can get them uh, a, a two for a dollar. Yeah, I was gonna say two for like a buck fifty or yeah. a buck. Get your Butterfingers, get your Baby Roots. Get your DLC for Final Fantasy VII Remake. Go get a Payday. And on that, I'm Jim. And we're them. And we're out. Word.